Have you ever gone to take like a five hour energy shot and it was accidentally your secret stash of poppers and then you overdosed on poppers? <laughs> um, I can't say that I have. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's a good segue into Pride Month is if you're listening to this on Friday, then either like tomorrow or the next day is going to be June, which is Pride Month. Happy Pride Month. And you taught me Legubita. The Legubita. For all the Legubitas. Um, all the Legubitas out there. <laughs> so we thought this week we should have like a little episode about coming out or like maybe the gay experience, something along those lines. Mm-hmm. I, um, well, like today, all I've been doing is sweating. So I really haven't given this much thought, but. Oh God, it's hot outside. Uh, okay so you're gonna start i'm gonna well like let me ask you like as far as coming out or being gay what did you have a easy coming out story um in comparison to a lot of people that i've talked to about coming out my coming out was significantly easy my both my parents are drug addicts Mm -hmm. and i grew up in the church so I always kind of thought that it was going to be really difficult for me to come out. Um, but it was really the most difficult to come out to myself. It was super easy to come out to my friends and my family, super accepting. One of the things my mom told me is she's like, oh, you're gay? No problem. She's like, I love the gays. I went to party with all the gays in the 80s. We did all the drugs together. And I was like, oh. Oh my God. Well, I, I, I think that's a funny part about coming out. You get these, like, stories from your parents. They're like, oh, yeah, like, I... We're super I, cool. I know gay people. Like, we've done this together. Then I find out, like, my parents have gone to the gay Mardi Gras ball more times than I have. And I'm right. like, what the fuck, man? So it's like, I guess, going back to what you said, it's like a lot of built-up tension. Yeah. And I always tell people, I think the hardest part is... Like I said, coming out to yourself, that's the hardest part. Yeah, and just realizing, like, being gay is okay. (laughs) To be as, you know, cliche as possible. Especially coming out in the South. Yeah, I mean, I was... I mean, going back to being raised up a certain religion, I was raised up Catholic, so, you know, like, everywhere... And it's funny we're doing this episode today... Because my old roommate texted me a picture of her old um, religion class notes from high school. Mm-hmm. And it, it said something about like, <laughs> wait, it's like, oh man, it was like how to spot a homosexual or some something stupid. Like, wait, 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 I need to find it. But it, it's just scary to see how the people took this like... Super seriously. Super serious. Like, it, like it, it's going to put other people in danger. And it's like, bitch, I, I like, I don't even want to have that much sex. I really just want to cook for someone and then watch, like, Game of Thrones. Rest in peace. R.I.P. Game <laughs> of Thrones. R.I.P. I mean, I think, I kind of know what you're talking about because I remember in high school, the, like, the football players would be like, oh, watch how that guy walks. You can tell he's gay by the way he walks. <laughs> and so it's like, in my head, me knowing that I like men, I'm like, ooh, I need to make sure I walk with my where my butt don't twist. But you know what? <laughs> twist the wrong way. If I twist the wrong way, they'll know I'm gay. <laughs> but you know what's funny? Because, like, going through high school, I've seen these, like, 
like the jock bro dudes did some pretty gay shit like more gay than i would do oh my god like the slapping each other on the butt and i'm like That's i've so seen gay. them try to grab each other's wieners oh like it was a fun game or something and i'm sitting there in the middle of like <laughs> english class i'm like and i'm the that gay happened one. all the, that that happened all the time when i was in a fraternity in college and i'm like you do got y'all do realize that that is gay right and like, oh, it's not gay. And I'm like, oh, no, but it kind of is. But that's okay. It's, 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 I, um, so as, as a gay man, do you have a grinder? <laughs> <laughs> Where can we find you at on Grinder? You can find me on Grinder and Scruff. <laughs> and I'm also on Tinder. There we go. All useless garbage, yep. trash. Well, no, I don't want to. Mm. I've met a few good people from, uh, well, never, not from Tinder. Definitely not from Scruff. But definitely, I've met like one or two good people from Grinder. Can I tell you a se- Well, not a secret, but well, It's a not confession. a secret anymore. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, everyone. I have, I send more memes to people on Grinder and all of those apps than like, I don't even have any more nude pictures. It's like... Well, but, but here's the thing about... Here's a secret about nudes, and I tell people this all the time. You have to make sure your pictures aren't... Your face isn't in them. I still send people nudes from, like, seven years ago. Yeah. I mean, if they were professionally done, you mean... You, they weren't, but... <laughs> you paid good money for that. Keep using it. <laughs> they were definitely not professionally done. I know some people have those, and, I mean, hey, it's just not my thing. Well, back to like Grinder and all those apps. I had someone reach out to me on Grinder. Wait, I don't know if I told you this story. So it goes this one discreet guy messages me. He's like, hey. And I usually don't answer uh, to people without pictures or anything like that. Right. But, you know, I just said, hey, back. And he goes, I have a confession. We went to high school together, and I'm not out the closet, but, like, seeing you grown up kind of makes me want to tell someone, and all this, 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 and that, I'm like, shit, who the fuck is this? Because I'm thinking to myself, all the gay people that I know of from high school already came out, and I'm like, who else is there? They all gay. But, (laughs) and so, but recently, he's been trying to, like, I guess <laughs> that's the cat. <laughs> the pussy's out of the bag. <laughs> um, I guess he's trying to get advice from me on how to deal with all that. On how like to come out. N- not necessarily come out, but maybe like deal with being gay in a world where it's not it's okay. hard. Yeah. yeah. And so I usually tell people it's not, about necessarily when you come out you just have to be ready to tell people and at the end of the day once you make a decision whether it's i'm gonna come out or i'm gonna decide to stay in the closet for the rest of my life once you make a decision and believe that decision you feel so much better at the end of the day no matter what decision you make as long as it's legal i guess you know (laughs) And that goes for everything in life. I mm-hmm. feel like once you make that decision, rip that Band-Aid off, it, it's liberating. I know sometimes, sometimes I feel like 
I know you probably feel the same way sometimes. I feel like I'm a mama bird. I'm a mama gay. (laughs) And I have to take all these baby gays under my wing and make sure they don't get, like, hit on by all the creepy old men who live in this area. Mm -hmm. And And when we say creepy old men, we're not, like, ill old men. They got some characters out there, y'all. There's some characters out. I mean, but that's any city. Any Mm, city, there's characters but I'm like, oh my gosh, I need to protect my little gaybies. I don't yeah. want anything to happen to them. I've been feeling that more and more lately. Where, but it's all about it's all about boundaries. Yeah, and we got it. We got it. We're the we're the. I guess we're mama gays now, and we got to yeah. take care of the the baby gays. I wish I would have had a mama gay. I didn't have that. <laughs> me too. Um, I had friends that kind of like point me in the right directions every now and then. But like at the same time, we were learning together how to yeah. like attack all the the you know our sexuality yeah i actually um my friends well you know andre a bear yeah um andre and dylan they both actually helped me come out to myself in college i fully came out to myself in college Mm -hmm. so i guess yeah let's i guess start with our stories um Let's kind of go back and forth. So I'll start like... Before you start, what do you, got? you think that homosexuality is born or like, are we born with it? Or do you think it's like what we're taught, what we learn? Like, So is it nature or nurture? Yeah, nature or nurture. Um, i just curious. I like, I looked into what we have researched. Mm-hmm. Um, not me and you, but like well, what yeah, scientists course. have researched. Um, and it seems we don't really have a solid answer right now. Um, and it seems like it's a little bit of both mm-hmm. where you your nature goes to a certain point, yeah. and then that's when your nurture picks up on it. Right. And that's how you your nurture is kind of developing who you are as someone who may not be sexually normal. Mm-hmm. Um, I I think that's kind of right you know a little mixture of both um but if i mean this kind of goes into my first half of my story so let me just say like i knew from a very young age that i was gay and not necessarily like i didn't know what that meant but i knew that I didn't like women the same way I was expected to. And I was like, maybe like, I mean, I'm like four or five, you know, young. Yeah. That I knew I wasn't, I wasn't like everyone else. I know a lot of people, I know a lot of people like that. I think for me, I realized I didn't like women the way I'm supposed to, I guess. Mm -hmm. You could say when I was about like uh, 13, 12, that area I started to kind of notice men in a different light. And like we said last episode, the 13th year on Disney Channel, it just (laughs) (laughs) floods the gates. Ah, Disney Channel original movies did not help. (laughs) But I think that's when I started to realize that I, something was going on with me and super big into church, you know, so I thought that, oh, well, I know exactly what this is. So, but this is wrong. I shouldn't feel this way about men, you know. Right. The church I went to, I was raised in my whole entire life. They always said, you know, we hate the sin but love the sinner. And I'm like, ooh, yeah. Don't hate me though, because yeah. I'm like, a youth. I'm a youth leader. I sing in church. I sing in the church choir. Yeah. So that that was my next question. Were 
we were both raised that way, were yeah. you active in religion? I was. I was very active in religion, but also doing all the gay things on the side. Oh, okay. I was... Like, I didn't do shit until, like, <laughs> after high school. I mean, like, there was porn. Of course. <laughs> I mean, but, yeah. like, as far as, like, encounters or anything like that, I lived in such a small fucking city. And we're from the internet age. So, yeah. I mean, we I, I don't know about you, but I was looking at porn at, like, what, 13? Yeah. 14? Yeah. 14. Let's say 14. Not 18. No, 14, because <laughs> I had a good old dial-up AOL, mm. and I was looking at... I don't even think this website exists anymore. <laughs> but I was looking at certain websites, messaging boys on AIM that mm-hmm. I shouldn't have been, didn't know how old they were, no. trying to get in fake relationships with people who live states away. I oh, just, oh, I, I kind of did that. Yeah. But that's the end. I mean, we're kids you, of the internet age, so. Yeah. Well, that and it's when we didn't have these, like, local websites. It was, we had no grinder. It was national sites so you would get on and you would talk to people and it's like oh by the way they're from maine they were always from maine i think one of the people i talked to was like from some country some country state like kentucky or something Mm. and he'd like talk on the we talk on the phone i would sneak to get my mom's motorola razor god bless yeah (laughs) honey did you take nudes on your mom's razor i did (laughs) I took news on my mom's razor and I would like tell the guy like don't reply back to this. I'm giving my mom her phone back. <laughs> my mom's like dead asleep. I'm oh, god. God bless. Uh, well yeah, so that okay, th- then that gets into like us exploring our sexual sexuality through those like teenage times and it's like I was I was active as a um like a religious person. So like you have these conflicting uh, voices in your head yes, you're yes. growing up and you're believing in this religion but this religion's also saying what you're, you're doing is terrible you're kind of going to hell yeah if you keep doing this you're gonna go to hell right right and it's like fuck that like <laughs> i'm gonna i'm gonna have sex i'm gonna keep like, doing it you like you know them priests they do they at least oh, masturbate God. let's not talk about the priests <laughs> but as you know aside from all that debacle they at least masturbate so i'm like no 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 no. it's a very normal human thing to do it's it's like an animal thing we're animals like we want we want to do it we, we want to get off uh, 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 um <laughs> yeah so like that was i think that was the most confusing point for me where i was going through high school and we were i mean we had um church every what was it every month i think we we had a like a, a school-wide assembly and we oh. would do a like a mass was, we that, would like, do a, was that like private school yeah I, yeah i went to I'm private sorry. school yeah so like it was in my face and we had religion class and right know, of course and i wanted to, you know I, I wanted to be like a good boy so like i was like yeah 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 i'm totally agreeing with everything and then i think i got to what was it my senior year, yeah, senior year is when I started, like, telling people, but I didn't start telling people until the end of senior year in high school, because, like, the beginning of senior year, I was going through the worst mental, whatever you want to call it, state. Like, I was mentally not okay, to the point where, like, I was contemplating suicide, and it's tough because you get these all these 
voices in your head saying completely opposite things. Yeah. And you don't know what the right thing to do is. Mm-hmm. So like the for like almost my whole senior year, I was like depressed as fuck. But like at the same time, people were like voting me onto the big man on campus court, which was like the guy's homecoming court, yeah. you know, because like m- men had to have theirs too. Of course. Um, and like, I didn't want to do it. And my friends were like, fuck you. You got to do it. We voted for you. <laughs> and But like, I didn't want to do anything senior year. At least you had good year. friends. Well, it, it, well, that's the thing. Like, that's when I started realizing, well, hold up. If this many people like me, I'm not doing anything wrong. Yeah. Maybe it's what's being told to me that's wrong because I had a good relationship with my parents. You know, we fought, you know, kids stuff. Of course. I had great friends who were there for me. You know, even like people I would meet for the first time liked me. Um, So it's like, this isn't right. Yeah. So it wasn't until like the very end of senior year when like one of my friends said, you're basically fuck you get it together and i was like okay (laughs) and that's kind of when i snapped out of like my funk your funk you know you don't you never do it completely you take it in steps Mm -hmm. but that's when you know it's a process yeah that's my first realization of you know what i'm doing isn't wrong yeah so how was like the end of high school for you um, the end of high school, I was, like, middle school to the beginning of high school, I was bullied a lot. Mm-hmm. Of course, for my weight, I have been big my whole entire life. We both, we both chunky. <laughs> so I was bullied for that. Um, and then my voice isn't as, ma- you know, my voice isn't as masculine as everybody else. So, you know, this is my natural voice. And uh, going to church a lot, the pastors, the male pastors would be like, you need to deepen your voice. You know, you need to talk like a man. Oh, they really said that to you? Yes. They'd be like, you need to talk like a man. And I'd be like, okay, well, like, how do I talk like a man? Is it like this? Do I need to, like, lower my voice? Talk from your testes, boy. (laughs) So, um, as I got older, I was made fun of a lot for that. And, um, I guess my more feminine qualities, I've always had man boobs. I'm Mm -hmm. I'm round Mm -hmm. in the stomach area. Um, so towards the end of high school for me, I kind of became the bully, um, so I was bullying people, but it was mainly straight people. Right. Because I was also... <laughs> Never attack your own people. Right, of course. Um, I was a choir kid also, so mm-hmm. I kind of knew I was gay, but I didn't really like... I was also on the swim team. You were an active student. I didn't do shit. I was very <laughs> active. I was on student council because I knew I was going to college, so I wanted to be yeah. like, ooh, this is what I did before I came to college. Yeah. So... Um, yeah, it was a very interesting senior year for me. So did, did you ever like get to a point where, did you ever have that aha moment in high school or did that come in college? I think the aha gay moment for me came, I, it just kind of happened all at once like Mm -hmm. it was never like one specific moment it just kind of kept it kept happening right right you know it was just a church i was always going to church we went every sunday Mm -hmm. i was there every wednesday i was there usually every thursday for choir rehearsal and then it's like every night i would go home if you know i was 
feeling frisky. I would get on dial up if my mom wasn't on the phone, <laughs> look up some porn and go to sleep. That's it. Like, I, right. I mean, I didn't have any. I had no magazines. You know, I couldn't buy porn. Wasn't old enough. Right. So, I, you know. It was very like secret kind of pushed it to the back of your head it was yeah. just something you did and i mean of course my mom always would tell me she's if you are mm-hmm. gay bisexual whatever i'm okay with it i will love you regardless right and i didn't i don't think i'm lying to you i think i had my aha moment in college i in think college yeah it took me that long but it was yeah. my freshman year of college yeah because like well back to what you said yeah it does take a long time to process all of this and like really you know, convince yourself, tell other people, make people okay with it. it yeah, it's a process. And when I first came out, I came out as bisexual. Yeah. I mean, hey, I know plenty of people who've done that. Yeah. I use bisexualism, which I shouldn't have done, but I was 18, 19. I used bisexualism as a stepping stone to come out to being gay because yeah. I was afraid. Right. But now I know I'm like fully gay and I'm right. too, I'm super happy. And, you know, honestly, I tell people that sexuality is a spectrum for me personally. Oh, And it's yeah. like, I like, I find women attractive. Mm-hmm. I just, when I see myself in the future, I don't see myself with a woman, marrying a woman, right. having kids with a woman. Right. Just not for me. Yeah. So like, I, I always like tell people like sexuality, gender, every, like anything that's personality anything that's going on in your brain like your brain's made out of fucking fluids so of course all the processes and all that's going on up there it's it's gray you know it's no defined answer so yeah yeah. and i mean like when you're young you're like i don't know if i'm gay because no one's there to teach you what that means so yeah you you use bisexuality but like i don't you know it's not totally bad just because in your head you're like am i maybe i still like women so like you're kind of convincing yourself of it and i think another thing for me was i also my the friends who were around me at that time were super okay with like everybody being themselves mm-hmm. so it's like i was on sos at the time so i had like people like chelsea begno jamie corvin amy Cothy, andre Abair, dylan pontiff like they were all super supportive of me being who i wanted to be right and i really think that that helped me come out to myself and i was like i told all my friends i was gay and nothing changed we were still friends right and then that's when i like stepped into the stepping stone of telling my mom mm-hmm. and um, well, wait, that's that's a question I want to ask. So okay. do you remember who the first person you came out to was? Like family or friend-wise? Uh, first. I think it might have been my friends Jamie and Amy. Mm-hmm. I think I came out to them first. And they were like, okay, and? and a- <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, I didn't cry or anything, but I was like, this is yeah. just so, like. Who, uh, like, about how old were you? Like, where were you in life? I was a freshman, uh, finishing up my freshman year in college. Mm -hmm. And, uh, yeah. My, the first person I told was my friend Haley, but it was under kind of funny circumstances. Uh, she saw that something wasn't right with me because like I said, I was going through a funk Mm -hmm. and she was Facebook messaging me constantly. Like what the (laughs) fuck's wrong? What's going on? Just tell me what's wrong. And like, she kept asking. So I finally caved in and I told her, I'm like, listen, I'm dealing with this. I don't know what to do. Yeah. Um, and she's like, Oh yeah, no problem. Uh, so she (laughs) like, whatever. And I mean, I, I love her, but, like, she's, I wouldn't, you know, like, I have closer friends that I should have told first, but I, you know, I think it's funny. What's r- even more funny than that, 
all the, like, dudes, the bros of my grade found out because they hacked her Facebook account and read our message. (laughs) I think it's funny. So that's how everyone else found out. Uh, (laughs) Like, the people I don't talk to from high school, that's how they found out. Oh, my God. And it was funny because one of my friends was dating one of those guys at the time, and she was there, and she's telling me this story, because that's how I found out they did that. She was telling me, I just sat there, and they were hacking it, and they were reading it, and I was like, oh, no. (laughs) But I I thought it was freaking hilarious. That's how they... Yeah, like, oh, that's... (laughs) But I thought that was funny how... um, how the uh, they all found out. I did come out to my childhood best friend as bisexual, but then I later redacted that and told her I was gay. But like, mm-hmm. I came out to Jamie and Amy because they were like my college friends. Right, right. Because um, I just me my child my childhood best friend we had gone to church our whole lives together mm. so i didn't want her to judge me right but i mean it, of course it didn't end up like that but yeah. you know you're afraid to tell someone that you've gone to church with from uh childhood to right. teenhood you know well yeah and one of one of my friends was very um deep in her faith mm-hmm. and that was one person i was kind of nervous about coming out to but we i ended up coming out to her on a kayak at a fucking <laughs> senior christian retreat so you know it 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 kind of if you have a gut feeling that these people are gonna like you no matter what listen to your gut you're it's yeah. usually right it's rare that you know you go into a situation with a person you're like think they're gonna be okay with it usually they don't like flip out on you if you have that confidence in your friendship with someone and you know like i tell people who've come out who have encouraged to come out to their family i do know that some families especially here in the south are very hard yeah about coming out Mm -hmm. you know gay bisexual lesbian even yeah trans queer you know gender Mm non-binary anything you know there are a lot of people of older generations who are not as accepting but you know i like to tell people i've been very blessed with a mother and a father Mm -hmm. who have you know said it we don't it doesn't matter we still love you you're still our child right and even my my aunt i came out to my aunt i came out to my grandma before she you know went down with her dementia and all that Mm -hmm. and she was just like i don't care you love who you love and I don't look at you any differently. That's one thing I regret. I wish I would have told my grandmother before she passed away. Yeah. But I didn't get the opportunity to do that. But um, not to be sad. Because um, <laughs> <laughs> my grandmother was like my best friend. And I yeah. think her kindness is something that still guides me in life. Of course. Um, but where were we? Uh, with high school. So we So we talked about... When we were younger, how did we know? We talked about going through high school. So what about college? How was that for you? You said it was about the freshman year? You, you It was told like 2011-ish. Uh-huh. Um, and then I think when I came home for Christmas, that's when I told like all of my family. So of the same year? Uh, pretty much. I told yeah. my I told my mom and my aunt. And then I didn't come out to my grandma until the following year on my birthday when yeah. they came up here. Um, and then I told my dad somewhere in between that and he didn't care. So, okay. And that's the kind of reaction I had from my parents too, that they didn't care. But my, as my life goes, this is also kind of a funny story. Uh, at that point I was dating, I, I'm maybe a freshman, maybe a sophomore. I can't remember. I'm dating a guy and, um, 
he and I guess like I was taking pictures with him and like I was always with him and my mom was catching on. So she <laughs> shoots me a fucking text. You gay? <laughs> and I did <laughs> I did not um, You gay or no? Yeah, or essentially, and I didn't I didn't um give her the satisfaction. satisfaction. I was like I'm too busy. I can't answer this. I didn't answer it. Um but my dad found out a few months later, let's say, I was dating a different guy. He was just dating I, them, huh? Well, He's you know, I got I gotta see what I don't like. Oh um and I had this guy over. This is what I had to Okay, so I moved out of my dorm and then I moved back into my parents' house. Yeah. Brought the boy home and he spent the night. I don't even think we had sex. Um but he had to leave for work very early. Like he had to be at in laugh he had to like drive 20 minutes and had to be there yeah, for yeah, like yeah. 5 a.m. or something like that. Ugh. So he was leaving my house at like 4 oh a.m. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But we we knew that going in. But my parents' house have a, a home alarm system. <laughs> oh, God. So we're at the door, you know, hug, kiss, goodbye, have fun. Undo. I undid the alarm. Mm-hmm. Do, 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 do. Beep, 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 beep. When you open the door, right? And then he goes in for like another hug and a little make out. And then it's four o'clock in the morning. It's, yeah, whatever. Who's trying to make out? Continue. Anyway, I was discovering myself, Lakari. So I guess that woke up my dad, the alarm system. He gets up and he sees us making out at the back door. And then I guess my dad went back to bed. And then I went back to bed. Didn't talk about it until the next day. My my dad calls me outside on like, we have like a a patio swing. He goes, sit down. Come on and sit down. <laughs> and I have no idea what it's about. And I go, okay. Um, and he goes, you know, you didn't have to kick the boy out. And I go, I didn't kick him out. He goes, wink, wink. You didn't have to kick the boy out. I'm like, what are you talking about? And he's and he gave me the whole, like, you know, we'll love you no matter what. Like, it's okay. I love that speech. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He gave me, like, that speech. But he kept insisting you didn't have to kick the boy out. I'm like... I did. I, he was going to work. You just caught us. <laughs> so that's how. That's how I. I get. Uh, and then he told my mom, and that that's kind of like how my parents found out. It wasn't like a traditional coming out situation. I didn't like confess to them, um, which is good because I fucking hate being serious like that. I don't think I had it in me to sit down and be like. Hey, guess what? Guys, I drew up a contract. It says I'm definitely gay, but you still have to buy me groceries oh my God. because I don't have a job. That's what I did. It's so nerve it's so nerve wracking. Not the whole contract thing. Obviously, <laughs> yeah. I was just like, Hey mama, you know, can I talk to you for a second in the back room? And you're like, <sighs> Oh God, that's the heaviest fucking feeling like, ever. <sighs> it's like you're like you're about to confess <laughs> you've done murder or something. Like, okay, I just have to tell you that I'm bisexual. You're like, oh my God. And like, you're like, (laughs) like in your head, you're breathing very heavy. Oh my God. (laughs) But yeah. And then half the time your parent goes, 
bitch we knew yeah they're like <laughs> okay and did you think we were gonna love you any okay <laughs> i'm like i mean i don't know like, i saw you in my high heels the other day like bitch please. i used to do that growing up oh yeah no um hmm like when i was a little kid i was the one that knew how to pose in front of pictures and i had to get my sister to like you know follow me and like no, no no you gotta you gotta you know do this and this yeah basically voguing at four back to what i asked you earlier i think what? it's a very nature i think it's nature and nurture oh yeah yeah for yeah, like homosexuality right. i don't think it's like a everybody's born being gay like the people who are gay were born that way i think it's a very like nature and nurture thing mm-hmm. my opinion personally no i mean i i agree like kind of like i said i think you're born with like the disposition to have those feelings and you know but like my mom would like people would say that you know i was going to turn out gay if i didn't have a strong male figure in my life and that Mm -hmm. was my grandpa yeah um you know both my grandpas really but the one that was close like i was closest to he passed away went in fifth grade Mm -hmm. um it wasn't really like a defining moment in my life i mean of course it was it was sad and it was terrible but i mean my dad wasn't really around. My grandpa was there for more, more for me. But I don't think that me not having a strong, quote, unquote, male figure in my life, or yeah. because my mom was a single mother at the time, made me any more likely to be gay. But that's just what I was told. Right, right. From different people at school, at church, my peers at school, you know. Because I, I feel the same way. Like, I don't have, like, looking back, I don't have any moments in my life that, like, scarred me or like emotionally you know hit me harder yeah i mean i mean not to sound privileged but you know like i i don't some people don't have that luxury some some people don't and i i have some friends that are currently dealing with situations where it might not be the best idea to come out right now yeah um and i keep telling them you know do it when you, you feel ready when you know it's right that's the time to do it nobody yeah. can tell you otherwise i agree but you know th- this is the mama gay in me i'll say you know if if it means you might be getting kicked out your house maybe postpone it until you have a job or until a, you're financially ready right to you know move on because as long as it's not a toxic toxic environment where you it, it, like as long as you're not being abused in that situation, you know, maybe you need to kind of postpone it. Yeah. Um, but. And I know sometimes it's really hard for um, people of color or minorities to come out. Mm-hmm. Why, why is that? Is there like a different mentality towards it? I know, you know, for a fact that sometimes people in the African-American community, at least, mm-hmm. if you come out as gay or bisexual, you are looked at as less than a man. Okay. So I guess, I mean, that's a big part of the community to be the man, a man. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I guess we we get that a lot in the South, too. Yeah, I mean, it's a very Southern thing, but it's also a very minority uh, person of color thing. It's like, Mm -hmm. if you come out as gay, bisexual, lesbian, transgender, you are looked, you know, gender non-binary, anything that's different from heterosexual, you are looked down as less than. Right. And straight up just to have like a reference point we're we're in louisiana i was raised in south louisiana and i was raised in central louisiana yeah and it's it's Pretty very much the same. yeah so 
it can go either way where it can be like the worst thing ever for some people or you know we do have a lot of hospitality so it could you know lean easy but you know it but i'm sure it's like that everywhere is where yeah it can go either way but that goes back to what i said kind of follow your gut in those situations coming out is not easy but it does get easier once you do it. Oh, yeah. Well, let's talk about post coming out fully knowing who we is, who we are, BB. <laughs> how, how is it now? Now that you're... Um, how old? I'm 26. 26? Yes. And we're done with college. Done with college. We're both 26. Both done with college. In the workforce, doing the doing thing. Yeah. I um, It's different. I couldn't imagine my life without coming out right i don't think i would have been as open as i am now um it's definitely different did that influence you like coming out and that journey did that influence what you went to school for because you finished in psychology right no i kind of always knew i wanted to be in psychology Mm -hmm. i always wanted to help people that was like my thing i wanted to help people and I Which you're that. very good at too. Thanks. You, I think you're very good at listening and knowing it's one how of my to better qualities. be empathetic towards people. Uh, my mom's a social worker. Okay, she works for the state, uh, so that was always my thing. My mom, of course, wanted me to be a doctor. You know, parents want the best for their kids, type of thing. And I was like, I don't want to be a doctor. I want to go to mm-hmm. school for social work, like you did. Right. So I majored in psychology because UL doesn't have like a social work major, right? And I didn't want to go to a school that had that. So um, I just majored in psychology because it was the closest thing. Mm-hmm. And I could still do, you know, I can still go to grad school and get my master's in social work. Yeah. Yeah. Because my mom, my mom got her undergrad in business. Yeah. And then she went to school for social work. So, yeah. Um, I think I, aside from growing up gay, plot twist, I also grew up dyslexic. So I think when, like, I finally decided what I wanted to do uh, in college, I ended up in communications because I think my biggest, like, my story of coming out was learning how to find the right words and how to communicate to other people that it's, it's okay. It's not a big deal because that's a lot about coming out. I always said coming out is not you. I think this goes for a lot of things in life. It's not about if you can convince the other people of your point of view. It's about letting that person know who you are as a mm-hmm. person let them grow attached to you as a person and then when you do come out it, it's harder for them to say it's it's wrong because yeah. they know you as a person they know your story you know so i i that was my biggest thing coming out is like let me get people to find out who i am sexuality aside Aside. and then when it's the right time for them to know i can tell them yeah but for for me i i think coming out led to me being more um like i just realized who i am a little bit better yeah i'm very self-aware now Mm -hmm. and same it took a long time for me but yeah it's it's rough it's tough but once you do it it's like man everything makes sense and all those small things in life don't matter it really doesn't matter all the stress we went through 
was was pointless. We didn't have to do that. And but you know that hindsight's twenty twenty. Mm-hmm. I didn't see any of this when I was in the closet. Yeah, but yeah. Coming and out, I always tell people I the way that I, I never really had the luxury of being in the closet. Mm-hmm. You know, being bullied. Everyone's like, "Oh, you're gay. You're gay. You're gay." Oh, honey, I'm sure everyone knew I was gay. <laughs> and then, but but it's like I'm not. I'm not gay. I'm not gay. I'm not gay. And I'm like, oh yeah, I am gay. But it's fine. It's yeah. not a big deal. I've definitely become more empathetic. I mean, I've always been empathetic, yeah. but as I've come out and I've like been in the community for a while and like I've seen the people, I've seen the gaybies, I've seen the right. gaybies getting taken advantage of. Yeah. You know, all that I've become very empathetic. Yeah. I I I, I think I've grown in that too. Because yeah. I mean, I, I kinda grew up thinking I was conservative and then coming out, going through all that kind of learning what's important to me. I've become more empathetic towards people who I might have not agreed with when I was younger, but now it's like I kind of understand where y- y'all are coming from now yeah. and I-, I don't know, I th- I feel like being a caring person is just a little bit better than worrying about stupid stuff. Correct. I also don't put up with the bullshit. Oh, that goes back to what we said. Hit them with the okay. <laughs> shuts I them just, up I, as i've become an quote unquote older gay i'm just like i don't i don't care i don't i can't put up with the bs anymore no nope. i'm too old no nope, no nope, nope. they want to give you the runaround i don't have time for that oh god especially on grind oh, i don't so... want to send pics i'm just dio discreet okay oh. and then that's the end of our conversation okay. bye if you want to talk about comics um follow our podcast <laughs> You can pretend that we're responding to you. <laughs> or I like to hit him with the do not disturb message from iPhone. Oh, God. Yeah. Well, or what I do, I just send a bunch of memes. stupid memes. Yeah. And then people look at me weird. They think, like, like, what, are the me- what are the memes about? <laughs> and you're like, uh. Because I'm, I'm fucking funny. <laughs> and, <laughs> get a personality. Learn how to laugh. And that's the big thing. If, if you're on a hookup site and you can't, you know, be funny about it, like, come on, don't take it too seriously. God, they take those hookup sites way too seriously. So we asked people to kind of send us some stories or questions. No one sent us questions. Someone did send us a story. So I want to kind of read that to get like a third coming out story. I don't. I haven't read this yet, so I hope it doesn't name drop anyone, and I hope it doesn't talk too much shit. Oh Let's see. Um, okay, so this is the person. Did you want to read it? Nope, you can read it. Okay. I was a senior in high school, and I told my grandmother right before I left for school that I thought I liked girls. She was visibly upset and told me I couldn't have friends sleep over anymore. <laughs> I'm sorry. I didn't mean to laugh. Yeah, I did. Um, Couldn't have friends over to sleep anymore. And that a lot would have to change. She cried a lot for the next couple of days and was talking to priest and youth group counselors about what she could do to fix me. Oh, my God. Honey, you... The fix... The fix thing. It's so upsetting that 2019 people still think it's an active choice that we make to be a homosexual 
or any any other you know non conformative identity like why would we choose that for ourselves it'll be a lot easier to say yee yee and fuck a vagina yeah oh my god yee yee fix me okay so after her crying for days i told her it was an april fool's joke and that it wasn't true (laughs) (laughs) fast forward four years and i texted her saying that i was a lesbian and that if she didn't understand or want me around anymore i understand but i couldn't hide myself anymore she told me she accepted me and loved me just the same moral of the story april fools is a great time to tell <laughs> i yeah you know like i i go back and forth on using like a a cop out for coming out because i'm so strong on making a decision like just make the decision to do it and just roll with it yeah just kind of roll with the punches yeah but i guess yeah for those of you who are like in a tough spot i guess april fools is a great uh a great time great, to do it great way to do it <laughs> and i know this person's grandmother and she she loves me and it's just so funny how you read the story that was from what was that six seven years ago and you fast forward and like even her grandmother is nothing like that anymore like yeah like i remember her sitting there i don't know what we were t- excuse me oh my god what was that Oh my god, my phone. Okay, sorry. Um, but it's just funny how we were talking about something recently, something for about homosexuals, and she got very active about saying, "Who gives a fuck?" This like old little lady just saying it doesn't matter, and it's just, I guess, a good moral of this story is people can change. Oh yeah, definitely. I definitely agree that people can change. And and that's why even in, you know, this political climate, I firmly believe at the end of the day, people learn hate. Yes. And they learn how to treat other people like that. And it can always be undone. Mm -hmm. They can learn how to not be like that again. Yeah. So keep that in mind, all you little ones coming out. All you little gaybies. Come to mama's bosoms. I have Cheeto dust. Oh my God. And of course, if you guys ever need any help with coming out or talking about your coming out story, it's always good to talk to people. Oh yeah. You know, talking to people, whether it's a good or bad thing, always makes you feel better. That's what I always tell Mm -hmm. people. When you're going through something, whether you're depressed or you're thinking of suicide, um, anything, angry, sad, upset, somebody passed away. A friend passed away. It's always good to talk to people. Yeah. Friends, family, co-workers, a therapist. Some, yeah, I was about to say sometimes strangers. Yeah, I mean. Um, putting I, putting things into words, actually saying it out loud, it doesn't necessarily, like, help you realize something. But when you say it, it's like. This oh, is real. It's real. Yeah. yeah. You speak it into existence. Because you're trying so hard to pull it back in. Yeah. Once you say it, it's it's out there. Mm-hmm. But yeah, y'all, y'all direct message Pragmatic Queries Facebook. We'll we'll try to keep up with that if y'all have any, you know, comments, questions, or concerns. And of course, if you're listening to this at the end of this month, 
Happy Pride Month. Happy Pride Month. It's prideful. Pride connects all of us. Are you- <laughs> connects all of us. The Pride connects us. Through what? Um, thongs. Oh my god, stop. Leather. You ever been to a leather bar? No. Next I can't. episode. Next. Oh my god. <laughs> um, are you doing anything? Do you have anything planned for Pride? Um, I think I'll be going to um, Baton Rouge Pride a little later this month. Mm-hmm. Uh, with Santana or Dylan, whichever. Are y'all doing like a? a I think gig he's he's or... doing a drag queen story time, so I'm gonna okay. go again. Yeah, um, I'm sure they'll try to have drag queen story time again here in Lafayette, which is, I mean, it's always yeah. a, a really good event. Um, but yeah, I'm excited to see um, other prides going on across the state. Mm-hmm. I know uh, Alexander or Sinla or Alexandra, they're doing their pride uh, this week. They have a pride. Mm-hmm. They're mm-hmm. doing one uh, with Chi-Chi Devane from Drag Race. Because, you know, she lives in Shreveport. Oh, that's true. That's true. So. Wow. So, yeah. I don't know what I'm doing. Other than the usual Friday gig. <laughs> Probably so, to be quite honest. But, all right. Well, thank y'all. See y'all next time. Bye.